Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it, be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. You know, I often, often at the at the head of the show, I say, "Buckle up," because this is going to be something like you've never experienced before. <laughs> well, buckle up, because this is going to be something like you've <laughs> never experienced before. You know, the spiritual war wages, and uh, we have dedicated on this broadcast to go between the eyes of the, of the enemy intent and stand our godly ground. And this show shall be no more different than that. But the difference in this show is we are going to bring a special guest who has not invested two hours of co-hosting with me before. This person's name is Mariel Bowman, and she is the director of Pray California. Hello, Mariel. Hello, Brother Kaz. So honored to be with y'all. It's <laughs> y'all. I love it. We're going to probably hear some more of that stuff coming in the y'all stuff. But my listening friend, here's the deal. Uh, uh, Mariel and I have the entire two hours, just the two of us, and we are going to do some business here. She is the director of uh, Pray California. This is a remarkable ministry outreach that includes all different kinds of Christians, not only in California and in San Diego County, but all over the nation and all over the world, people are involved in this. Mariel, you and I are both shofar blowers. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I know you're going to want to say a little bit about the 9-11 people. We'll do that after the shofar blast. But my, my listening friend, Mariel, you and I know the time of the Hebrew year right now. This is called the Rosh Hashanah, or the head of the year, and things, uh, the the uh, biblical calendar changes, and the the uh, the date changes, the actual year changes from a Hebrew perspective, and this is vital. This thing that's going on right now, because this launches what they what they call the Yom Teruah, or the Feast of Trumpets. And then after that, 10 days later, is the Day of Atonement. And after that is the Feast of Tabernacles, which I identify as the Marriage Supper of the Lamb. And we are in the final dress rehearsal stages <laughs> of this for real. <laughs> so would you do me the honor? My friends, Mariel and I are co-shofar blowers, and she's also a co-host with me on the show. So I'm going to ask you to grab that shofar of yours, and I'll do mine. There's a, a couple of shofar blasts that we are going to bring to your attention here. Both of them are uh, warnings, warning blasts. And the first one is, is called Yam Teruah, uh, which is the name of the shofar blast, which you would hear at the head of the year, which actually literally this year was the evening of September 6th uh, and then September 7th. So we're going to blow that shofar blast, and then we're going to follow up with a blast called Takia Gadola. And so we're going to do those two blasts. Now, we haven't rehearsed this side by side, so my staccato blasts and hers may be a little different, but we're going for it. We're going for it. And just, just exactly what we're doing on the show. Did you have something you wanted to say before we blow these things? Yes. And you know what, Kat? The Karua also, in eight to nine 
uh, da 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 like a machine gun blast. That also is a call to assemble for spiritual warfare. And <laughs> you and I absolutely understand that that is the time, the season we are in right now with this great battle between good and evil, truth and lies, life and death. Yes. So, my listening friend, uh, I, Muriel Bowman, director of Pray California and CAS, with the blasts that are supposed to draw God's kids' attention and to draw his activity into the thick of the fray. So, we will do this in three, two, one. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Uh, I would say that was a sound that would raise the dead. In many ways, that would be right. (laughs) (laughs) It is a spiritual tool, another spiritual weapon that the Lord has given to us who understand it. So it's so exciting. Yes, yes. Yeah, breath of God, rock blowing through us, blowing through the shofar. Yes. Yes, yes. Now, I'm going to, because you're my co-host, you're not a guest. Your co-host, that means you. if Holy Spirit stirs something in you, let me know and I'll do the same and we'll go Holy Spirit-driven instead of Mariel and Kaz-driven. But we have a sense about maybe where we want to go on this. And I know you had some things you wanted to say. We're, you know, we're going to do the show. The show has other topics besides this, but this is something at the head of the show, like in the head of the year, we need to draw attention. And it has to do with the things that happened 20 years ago. I'm going to hand the baton to you, if you will, Muriel, and then we'll dive into so much other stuff. You might want to have your notepad handy, my friend, unless you're driving, and then just uh, memorize it and catch it when you uh, stop somewhere. Muriel Bowman. (laughs) Thank you so much. And you know what's really extra cool, too, Kaz, is that you're down there in Southern California, blowing the shofar, calling the church, God's people, to assemble together, awaken and be up alert and i'm up here in northern california so we see this the sound coming yes. up and just convergence across california yes 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 so kaz i'm i'm absolutely blessed to <laughs> thank you so much to be with you on this particular an- 20th anniversary of 9-11 we all know when the terrorists took over american planes and flew them into the twin towers and the pentagon and we give thanks to the bravery, the wisdom, the understanding of heroes like Todd Beamer, who was a passenger on Flight 93 that was meant to fly either into the White House or the Capitol building. Instead, it hit a field in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, because Todd developed a plan to attack and overtake the terrorists who had taken over the plane, including in that And that plan, a great plan, and such good discernment they had, was a flight attendant who boiled water to throw at the enemy. And that action of deciding to give up their lives to overtake evil and save others is just what our Jesus, our Yeshua, would do. (laughs) And as a result of the attacks, the true face of radical Islam previously hidden behind that veil of ignorance that that so many Americans were not, not aware of, was revealed for the entire world to see. And as former Prime Minister, uh, British Prime Minister Tony Blair said, if the terrorists 
terrorists could have killed 300,000 instead of 3,000, they would have, and they would have rejoiced in it. And although it shows us the worst of our enemy, it brought out the absolute best in Americans. And then other nations who came along in support, and we saw firefighters and law enforcement and first responders and civilians rush to help others after those horrific blasts in America. America came together in unity that year like we had not seen in such a long time, and we have not seen since. Legislators from different parties joined together to sing God Bless America on our nation's capital steps. But now, Kaz, sadly, tragically, there is such great division amongst the people of the nation, even amongst the church. Yes. And we know who is delighted to help instigate that ugly discord. So we must repent for such division and seek to realign with God's plan, His heart, and His will for ourselves, our household, our state, and our nation, as we know Uh, other countries' eyes are upon us, yes? Yes, indeed. And you made a comment about uh, the 9-11 issue, and there were so many people that were not aware of the things that were going on, and you can say that same thing in the today's world, and that is there are a lot of people that are just not aware of the the evil devices of the enemy perpetrated against God's kids and the, and and citizens in general, not only in the United States with a with a frontal attack against the Constitution, uh, we the people, but also a, a an attack in other nations as well, including our beloved Israel. So one of the things that because I've got the venue to be able to do this thing, uh, and thank you for joining me in this. We're going to devote this entire two hour period of time to identify things. Not you know the Bible talks about Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. Our Jerusalem is California. So we're going to deal with things going on in California. Can anybody say elections? And we're going to deal with things that are going on a broader uh, span as well. And we're at the close of this two-hour period. We hope that uh, we have been able to inform you of things that you were not aware of, but God would have us aware of. So where would you like to start? We've got about another minute or so in this segment, and then we're going to dive into other stuff. So uh, co-host, where would you like to take this closing minute? (laughs) You know, Kaz, you mentioned the head of the year, this new year on the Hebraic calendar, 5782. And I'm just really excited about this because it gives us hope for right now in this season. You know, and we are called to know the times and the seasons and what God is doing as we align with Him. And I love it that the number two is bait. It means the house. God is the father of the house. And we, as his people, are putting him back. We need to put him back as the head of the household in this new year. Amen? Amen, sis. Amen. My listening friend, so you got a little flavor there of the things that we are going to be doing today on Come Together San Diego, and I couldn't have a better co-host for this, Muriel Bowman. (laughs) Director of Prayer, Pray California. We're going to talk a lot about things that are going on in this uh, area called California, in this nation called the United States of America, and this world called God's Earth, <laughs> which he gave to his kids, and that's us. So my listening friend, Mariel Bowman uh, of Pray California, and I have many more things to share with you. Do not go away because she and I will be right back. 
This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Hey, hello there, my friends. God is in control, and the enemy thinks he is, but he's going to have a major surprise coming very soon to a world near you. Mariel Bowman is with me. Pray California. She's the director therein, thereof. Mariel, I've been excited about this show, having you on. You have been, I, I've been a gigantic, humongous fan of yours for a long time because I see your involvement in so many different things. And we get to spend a little bit of time identifying some of those involvements that you have because I'll tell you what, uh, uh, God's in control and his kids, we can't be complacent. We can't be sitting in the pews and just relaxing and wondering what in the world is going to happen to us. We need the enemy to realize God is going to happen to him and his kid, and God's kids are going to help perpetrate that. <laughs> Man. So Man. I, I, one of the things I love about you is you and I share a love for Israel. We share a love for the feasts and festivals and things like that. It would be remiss for us not to understand where we are in the biblical Hebrew calendar right now because that plays a big role. And uh, I know you talked a little bit about uh, you know the we we blow the sh- blew the shofars the trumpets which is like yam, called Yam Teruah and then there's a, a another thing going on that right now and we're about five days into this uh, event and and then we then there's something else happens I'm going to hand it over to you to kind of give kind of an overview from my sister who has a love for uh, Judeo Christian values as do I Muriel Bowman. Okay. Well, these are the days of awe, um, five, seven, eight, two. And this is when we turn away from our sin. It's time for repenting and preparing, time for believing truth and what God says and worshiping before the King of Kings in this new season of Rosh Hashanah and Feast of Trumpets. And it's so glorious. And we have the 10 days of prayer in alignment with the national ministry, 10 days of prayer. Jonathan Frizz is the director of that. He's a friend. And so we are part of that. And we send out a daily devotional, which includes repentance. But we always, always begin with entering God's gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise, adoration to him, according to Psalm 100, verse 4. And you know the Lord so delights in that because people are always talking to him when they need something, yes. you know? But we, his kids who have this intimate relationship with him, talk with him unceasingly throughout the day, throughout the night. You know, people in the scriptures pray unceasingly, but we talk to him and then we listen to what to what he says. And so it's just such a preparation leading up to Yom to Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, the holiest day in in Israel that the Jewish that our Jewish brethren celebrate, and you know there's just so much going on, and you can add so much to that. And I just appreciate your love as my messianic Jewish brother, a teacher, <laughs> a worshiper. I love how you think prophetically. Oh so important to the Lord. So many prophetic songs throughout the Bible. So I'm going to throw it over to you. Oh, nicely done. Nice job there, partner. 
<laughs> you know, one of the things, I've, I've been studying this for a long time, decades as well, Muriel, and the one thing that a, 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 a teacher, pastor, leader, whom I revere highly, Graham Truscott, taught me, was he called the Day of Atonement the Day of Atonement. This is the time where the bride and the bridegroom uh, are to ultimately come together on a day which would be tied to this uh, uh Yom Kippur, which in which the judgment books of of the Savior, those those books are opened, and he. This is not the the white throne judgment, the the judgment that judges everybody. This is more of a of a judgment of the saints. And if you have the blood of Christ applied to your life, he looks at your accounts and he goes, "Well, I don't see anything there. <laughs> it's covered with this red stain. Well, that's my blood, and I don't mean to be light or." Or, or, or presumptuous on that, but the truth of the matter is such. So, my friends, as we go through these 10 days of awe, the purpose in Israel for, for Orthodox Jews and Messianic Jews and ultra-Orthodox Jews and people that really understand Scripture, that is for self-observance, uh, uh, to, to look into your own life and take out the crud and allow God to uh, purify us. But from a Christian perspective, not only does the purification happen, they have to do it once a year, the the Orthodox uh, people, because that's what their law says. We, uh, in the uh, Christian environment, we know that Jesus shed that innocent blood once and for all. So it changes the rules for us so that uh, we know that when the books of justice and mercy are opened, and that happens traditionally, biblically, on Yom Kippur, about five days from right now. Uh, those those accounts are made clean because of our continued contrition before the Lord. And so I'll just kind of leave it at that, because my listening friend, Mariel, and I have so many other things to share with you, but I guess this would be a good time, Mariel, for, to say to believers, or, or people who are thinking about being believers, don't hold back anymore. It's time to receive the offering that Jesus did on our behalf. That's his shed blood because he wants to see, as he looks at the justice and judgment book, he wants to see your name reconciled to him. And that's the way it happens. And it's not a matter of anybody coming up to you and saying the the spiritual laws or anything like that. It is simply between you and he, your creator, saying, Lord, I, I made mistakes. I repent from those. I received the gift that you have given to me. Uh, of eternal life through your shed blood on my behalf. It, done deal. The, yeah. Done deal. So uh, we have several minutes left in this, just like you did to me, you sly girl, you. I'm going to toss it back to you. <laughs> this is going to be a ping-pong match between Muriel Bowman and Kaz because we have so much to sh- say, and she's so gracious. But I'm going to be gracious right back. Take that. So as you were sharing, and and really basically leading people in the salvation prayer so they too could be for eternity, live for eternity in a mansion (laughs) in the house of the Lord that he has prepared specifically for them. And you know what, Kaz, I have to tell you that so many of my personal friends and ministry partners have have passed away this year alone. And another one, you know, I've been very involved with the Glow International, and one of my precious sisters, Natalie, um, Natalie, Myers Durkowski, she passed yesterday, 
And her husband has the understanding that she is now, you know, the bride of Christ. And she was prepared and she was looking forward to being with her Jesus, her Savior, her Yeshua. And Anthony is a part, he's on our shofar team too. But so many people are, are literally leaving this world and entering into eternal, internal life and a glorious life and looking forward to it instead of being afraid. And I want to encourage people as, yes, invite Jesus, and we call him Yeshua, because that's what his parents called him in Hebrew. But we want to encourage you to get connected to a Bible-based, Holy Spirit-filled church. And if you're a man, get involved with a men's Bible study for accountability. And if you're a woman, get involved in a women's Bible study. And it just, you know, get to know who this Jesus, this Yeshua is, who we are so passionately in love with. Yes. And His Word gives life, an abundant life. Amen. Amen. So we have a couple minute or two left in this segment. My listening friend, here's the deal. Yeah, I guess you can tell from... Uh, uh, Mariel Bowman, she sold out in a good way. She sold out. and You know, the Bible talks about they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, the word of their testimony, and they loved not their life unto the death. Uh, Mariel, in many instances in her life, has ha- has shown her willingness to whatever it takes, life or death, to stand by the Lord because he stands by us. And so I... I, I, I uh, elevate her highly as a, a result of that, but but as a, as a person who is going all out for the Lord and in her position, she has come across a lot of facts, a lot of revelation that's things that are going on in this world and in California that are posed to work against God's kids. Oh, that's you and I. And we're going to talk about those things, but we're not only going to passively discuss them. We're going to talk about them, but we're also going to talk about ways that God is, might have you intervene with your awakened mind to be able to stand the gap and stand for holiness and how those things can make a big difference. I'm talking about things from the jab. I'm talking about things from uh, education. I'm talking about things from government overreach. I'm talking about uh, uh, medical, pharmaceutical, uh, healthcare-related things. I'm talking about, you know, the whole facet, including the church, we're going to talk about. <laughs> uh, you say, we only have two hours, Kaz. Okay, well, we're going to do our best, won't we, Muriel? And the fires, we have to discuss oh, we, the fires. Fire, yes. Oh, the fires, that's a big deal. And we, we're going to talk a lot about that because if you look back in history, fires play a big role, not only the Lord who is a consuming fire, but the enemy who tries yeah. to destroy things with fire, but God's fire always wins out. <laughs> so, Mariel, join me for the rest of the show, my dear, sweet, shofar-blasting friend, and my listening friend, Joan, join Mariel Bowman, director of Pray California and I, as we... Unleash things in the name of the Lord when we come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. This is Frank Harper, pastor in North County. We need more of God this time than we've ever needed him before. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. Kaz here with my co-host and fellow shofar blower, Mariel Bowman, who is the director of Pray California. And let me just say, I've known her and of her for a long time. And the point of the matter is, 
She knows stuff, and the stuff that she knows is not self-generated so much as it is the stuff that Holy Spirit has stirred in her and spurred from her. And so, my listening friend, it is with a great pleasure that I reintroduce Muriel Bowman. Hey, buddy girl. <laughs> and where would you like to take this next, dear friend? Well, you know what? Uh I think you mentioned this at the close of the previous segment, and I think we need to go there. Uh, we, we want to talk about the fires that are roaring in California, but also we want to draw a parallel to a time frame not long ago called 1906 when fires were raging as well and the common denominators. You know, you and I are talking about the uh, the feasts and festivals. They go cyclically. If a person is looking for things to happen in the world and they go, oh, uh, biblically that happened, so I'm checking that off. It's never going to need to happen again. The truth of the matter is the whole Hebrew mindset is circular, which is progressive revelation as we go. And if we say, oh, that happened, will never happen again, that violates the very character of God. Like a good teacher, redundancy is how he gets his message across. And uh, through the decades and millennia even, God has been communicating through the feasts and festivals of wonderful things going to happen that happen will and will show illustrations of it again as the cycle continues on this 12-month cycle called the Hebrew uh, Hebrew year. So uh, we want to talk a little bit about the fires that are raging, but they raged uh, in times past as well. And the enemy thinks that he is raging the fires, but have you ever met the consuming fire? His name is God. <laughs> Amen. Muriel? And you know, you, you mentioned 1906, Azusa Street. Yes. And, oh my goodness, and today, uh, all day today until this evening, is redigging the wells of revival. And we're, Prairie California is very involved with that. In fact, Wolfgang Kovacek and, and um, Pastor David Andrade, who put on 11-11-11 at the Rose Bowl, they're both on our board of directors, and they are broadcasting that live on Facebook, but also globally. We are partnered we have global partners now, so this is going out to the nations, and it is amazing because some of our pastor friends and our other county prayer leaders are down there praying and just declaring, and the worship, I've watched part of it today, the worship is so anointed, Kaz, you would love it. <laughs> do you have a, do you, off the top of your head, do you have a recall of how people might get there after our broadcast, I might say, after our broadcast? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it goes until nine nine o'clock tonight, and it's a just go to it should be on our Pray California Facebook page, but it's also um, redigging the wells of revival. And Lou Ingle also is way in support of it, although he's traveling, so he so. couldn't be there. But he made the video. But they have had I've been watching it. They have had people from other nations. They have had really names that you would recognize, you know, also, but it's just God's people coming yes. together, fervently praying and humbling themselves, time of repentance, yes. and it's so glorious. And, and Cyril, uh, Cyril Rayan and his wife Jemima are pastors in San Jose, California, but they're from India, and they're just, you know, the Lord called them to do this, and so we've, we've partnered with them now, and it's just really glorious what's happening wow. as God, as as the enemy is trying to divide us all, separate yes. us, but God is calling us together to align with Him. Yes. And so with these, <laughs> and with these California fires, you know, Castle Lord is trying to get the attention of the church, because as you mentioned earlier on this call, 
the program, you know, judgment begins within the house of the Lord. And God's people have been so compromising his word. And we have now nearly 2,400,000 acres burned only this year with 7,341 incidents of um, fires. We have 3,000 285 structures, homes and businesses destroyed or damaged, and we, in God's mercy, and as much as these fires are raging, we have had three fatalities. You know, that's not many because these fires have come in during the night, and people have had no chance to get out, seriously, some of these fires, because they've hit so hard without warning. Yes. And... And we know, and and what you said, you know, Hebrews twelve twenty nine. Our God is a consuming fire, and I love also what Deuteronomy four twenty four says. It is a declaration, and we declare it for the Lord your God is a consuming fire. He is a jealous God, oh and He tells His people no idols. No other idols, no other gods before him. But the church even is just putting so many other priorities before our God. And it is, you know what? It, it's enough. We just say no more today. No right. more. And Deuteronomy 9 3 says, therefore, therefore, understand. And you were talking about the times and the seasons. Um, understand today that the Lord your God is, is he who goes over and before you as a consuming fire. He will destroy them and bring them down before you, so you shall drive them out and destroy them quickly, as the Lord has said to you. And I just, you know what? The enemy comes in to still kill and destroy. We all know that. We are so blessed, Lord, that you come to give life, and that more abundantly. And we're calling forth that holy fire that burns up the dross. That's what we need, the holy fire yes. that shines light into the dark places and reveals the plus plan schemes of the enemy, yes. and that wakes up, wake up, church, wake up, men and women of God, you who call yourselves Christians. Yes. And um, it's, it's just been pretty, pretty amazing how the firefighters are praying together. I have a retired firefighter friend, he's 33 years retired. When everything gets mandatory evacuation, he gets to stay in his home. It's happened twice now. He, he's a watchman on the wall. Kaz, he's a whistleblower <laughs> too. My, my, <laughs> and, my, my. And so the thing is, is he goes and he knows all the chiefs and the captains of the fire department, and he plays, he gets to go into the meetings. You know how they meet before the firefighters, they always have their meetings before. He goes and he prays with them. He blows the shofar. They ask him to even blow the shofar and keep getting out of the territory. Um, The winds have changed as a result of the fervent prayers. It's just so exciting. We believe in the power of prayer. Yes, Amen? yes, we do. You know, Mariel, as I take a look at this, and we talked on the phone before the show, and you made a comment, and I want to just spend a little bit of time there. Then I'm going to go into a book called The Azusa Street Revival and read a quote that happened in 1906 time frame. But you and I had looked at the fires, and you said these things are not acting characteristically. There is strange right things that are happening about that. Just make a brief comment, because I want to embrighten people based on things that I'm beginning to understand, the the wiles of the enemy and that he's doing some things. The Lord is a a, a mighty roaring fire, but the enemy wants to 
imitate that the best he can, and the best he can is because he wants to use it to destroy people. God wants to use his holy fire to bring people closer to him. So uh, these behaviors going on, or these fire signatures, are a little bit strange. You want to talk just briefly about that, and I want to give a a little bit of insight as well before we go into this break. Mariel Bowman. Yeah, so they have fire lines, you know, they call them break lines. And so they go out and they, and they do that. They see where the fire is approaching based on the winds, right? And so they go and they, and they make all these breaks and they bring in their big tractors. And, and, um, and so, but the thing is, is that suddenly, it's like a suddenly, the wind will change or the fire will, will just jump unexpectedly over that break line and, or it'll twist and turn and go the other way. And they have never seen anything like this. In 33 years, uh, my friend said, never. And he's been a frontline firefighter and also with the other firefighters. But you know what I have to tell you? On He was interviewed. You know, he's got great relationships with the TV stations that go out there, the major TV stations that national TV stations plus local ones that go out there and report on the fire situation here in Northern California. We've got two major fires. And so he actually, they interviewed him and they asked him if he would blow the shofar. And it was a Christian reporter (laughs) (laughs) who had recognized him and she had spoken with him before. She had heard him blow the shofar. She asked him to blow the shofar. And then he made a proclamation because the Caldor fire is in El Dorado County. And so he blew the shofar and he just said, and we decree and declare, this is God. This is God, Dorado County. You know, and he just made this prayer and declaration on, on TV going over the airways, just as we're doing right now yes, on this yes. beautiful, wonderful radio broadcast, filling uh, up the airways with the Word of God, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Now, let, let, I'm going to read from a book. You know, I mark up my Bible because it's my personal communication tool between the Lord and, and me. And, of course, His Holy Spirit is the other communication tool of so many other things He uses as well. But I mark up my Bible liberally because things—I footnote one thing to another to another— I carry within my Bible a book called Azusa Street, written by a man named Frank Bartleman. And uh, the things that happened then, we are seeing happening today as well. In in fact, the same evil spirit that was functioning back then to circumvent Judeo-Christian values and uh, our rights are are happening today. And I pulled a little quote here as I was looking through it uh, during the commercial break from Frank Bartleman. And I want to read this to you because this will set the stage for other things we're going to talk about in the show. And he said, this was his observation uh, um, in, in the book called Azusa Street uh, by Frank Bartleman, 1906. And, and once I, uh, as Mariel and I have said, the, the principles of God and history repeats itself. Uh, and so I want to share this with you because we're experiencing similar things right now. And he says, our terroring tarrying in the prayer rooms today are but a shadow of the former ones. Too often it is a place to blow off steam in human enthusiasm or become mentally intoxicated supposedly from the Holy Spirit. Supposedly from the Holy Spirit. He says this should not be. It should. Uh, uh, it is simply a fascination or fanaticism is what he said. And that we have to be careful in the church that we don't get carried away by um, 
God, uh, things that we think God has told us to do, you know, and proclaim things that God, and, and it's fanaticism rather than hearing the Lord and obeying. So my listening friend, we in the church environment, we carry that same malady that was carried in the Azusa Street revival. The enemy is coming in and planting weeds among our fruitfulness. So my listening friend, Mario Bowman and I are going to talk more about this and so many more things, including <laughs> Can anybody say elections? <laughs> California. We're going to be, be talking about. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be talking about those things and much more when Mario Bowman and Kaz come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next on K Praise. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K Praise. Welcome back, my friends. Uh, have you snugged up your seatbelt? Because you can tell where we're going with this thing. It's going to be off the charts, and it really is, because uh, Mar- I've told Mariel uh, no holds barred on the, on these topics. And we're going to be dealing with, right now, we're going to be dealing with uh, things in California called a, a gubernatorial election, uh, hopefully you know, the Bible talks about replacement theology. <laughs> the only replacement theology we're concerned about is the replacing of this governor. <laughs> so, 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 Muriel, why don't you give an overview of what's going on from a voting standpoint and urge our listening friends to be activated. And some may have already voted, and some are going to wait until a little bit longer so that they can actually hand these things off at the appropriate poll. But why don't you spend a few moments telling us this, and we can... D- discuss it on a broader scale. You know, this segment has been truncated because of Kaz's gift for gab in the previous segments, but we we can continue this into the next segment if we don't get it all done here. (laughs) But uh, uh, Governor Gavin Newsom uh, is very posed to do things uh, anti-biblical for sure, but also (laughs) anti-constitutional. Mario Bowman. Uh, Thank you. So we all know that the upcoming recall election is this Tuesday, September 14th, and I personally am going to walk my ballot in because, Kaz, would you tell everyone the statistic that you told me that just was so surprising about the Dominion? Well, in a previous a previous guest made a, a quote recently, and the multitude of uh, uh, of counties, the multitude of counties, still have the Dominion machines uh, hooked up and uh, ready to go. And, and so the question is, if the uh, the votes were perjured before, what is to stop them to be perjured now? Well, one of the things that can stop them are people who are devout and are keeping a watchman's eye on these things. But, of course, the bottom line is God can frustrate the plans of the enemy, and God's purposes can be seen. So even though this is uh, the the case, these dominion machines, uh, which are programmed uh, to be communicated to and through uh, out, you know, uh, from other locations and information input and output. Uh, This is atrocious. This is atrocious. But we need to intercede for God to intervene in these kinds of things as well. So, Muriel, uh, it's a recall. The the thing is, the polls show, as of today and yesterday, the polls show that Gavin Newsom is leading by 22 points for a no recall. And so I actually saw... President Barack, former President Barack Obama in the TV ad for Newsom, Vice President Kamala or Kamala Harris, however you want to say it, is also campaigning for a no vote along with Nancy Pelosi, 
who we know Newsom is related to through an earlier Pelosi marriage. And there have been millions of dollars, millions donated um, in ads so that Newsom will stay in office. But the reason that we want him out is because he is making decisions that destroy the family as, as God created it. He is not securing our borders. He welcomes other states to come and have free abortions here. Are you kidding me? Uh, you know, our prayer is that California will become a sanctuary state for the unborn. Yes. He tries to stifle the church from worshiping our God and gathering together in prayer. He spends our tax money on foolish things. He does not seem to understand That's the right. ethics of hardworking families. He makes rules for us. Yeah, like no no worshiping in the church environment, so you got to wear your mask so you can't worship in the church environment. Please, I mean, is this over the top? Is this obvious what the enemy is planning? I mean, please. Absolutely. And just, you know, the enemy wants to keep our mouths closed, yes. right? And just keep keep us silent. And we just say no to that. And, you know, he's spending millions on the train to nowhere and ignores the plight of the homeless. And and it's just so tragic because, you know, we watch these, I watch these people live who are, you know, on videos, and but also they're being interviewed live. And Venice Beach, which used to be a hot spot, and everyone used to go there for vacations, and and now the people there were were terrorized. They were afraid to come out of their own homes at night because of the homeless situation has overtaken their beaches. Because I understand, I mean, some of these people, oh my goodness, they they because of COVID nineteen, they lost their jobs, they lost homes, they they lost so much. Some of them need mental, very serious mental help. Yes. They're off their meds. They don't have meds. They need social workers to get out there and help them. So many other reasons. Druggies, drugs are everywhere, all along. Feces are all over the streets. Please. And and they were just sharing that uh, there was a seven year old man who was just out walking, but this was during the day, Cass, and he got beat up. Um, and there was there's so so many things drive by shootings and right now coming into the neighborhoods a fire on one of the buildings there and so but the city council because they're so liberal and and I just mean liberal and I'm not talking about any a public you know any party right any yes. platform I'm just saying that that they that the board of supervisors and the city council down there turned their eyes away and they're, they're not, they weren't dealing with this. So I thank God for a federal judge who came in and, and is taking action on behalf of the people who, who are living in, in prison, basically in their own homes, thinking somebody's going to break in. And, and so it's just so tragic, but Newsom as a governor, he should be out there walking the streets and knowing what's going on and calling in help and, and, you know, assigning, you know, making the city council and board of supervisors do their job. And he should be protecting um, the the people and helping those who, who really truly do need help. And of course they go to the beach, right? Because they can go swimming and get their own little shower and place their tents on a softer the sand, which is so much softer and, you know, maybe fish. And so it's just so he's just Newsom is living in his whole another world. He yes. does not have eyes to see what truly is happening. And we have been praying and praying for this man. I, you know what, Cass? I actually 
prayed that someone would, some Hollywood producer would offer him a great part, like as a leading man role, because he is very, you know, handsome to a lot of people, <laughs> and uh, and that he would just, you know, drop out of being governor and go be another Arnold Schwarzenegger and be a movie star. <laughs> yeah, that was my prayer. Oh, you know? my, my, my. So, but that didn't happen. So, yes, um, yes. But, but he has refused. He has had that. St- he's ha- he's has he has a heart of stone. And yes, we have prayed and prayed and called forth a heart of flesh for him. But he he is in that rebellious mode. That he is not a selfish, rebellious, prideful mode. And we know pride comes before a fall. Yes. But that's why it is so important that people get out and vote yes on the recall. The recall. Because we want- and then. We want a God-fearing, yes. and they're all men, basically. I mean, there are a couple women who are mighty women of God. Oh, my goodness. But but they don't have any name recognition, so yes. realistically, they can't, you know, they can't win. So use your uh-huh. Holy Spirit uh, directive to determine who you want to vote for, my friend. But here, here's the issue, and thank you, Muriel, for giving us that insight, re- remarkable insight. You know, we know that uh, there's the... Uh, full court press going on right now as far as some of the statistics that are being quoted by fake news they're not true mm-hmm. they're not true and i've noticed when when those ads of these different uh, dignitaries come on in defense of uh newman right after that there's a commercial that says and you don't have to go to the polls you can vote make it easy it's safe and blah 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 my friend understand what's going on here the more uh Places that uh, enemy intervention can happen when you mail that thing. There's a lot of things can happen between that and the actual ballot counting. And even within the ballot counting, there, there are things that can happen. So my recommendation, I heard Mariel talk about it too, go to the polls and surrender that ballot that you have and say, I want to surrender this because I want to vote in person right here, right now. And that uh, takes a lot of the... Um, intervention out of this where it can go through the mail and so many different things can happen. So go to the poll, surrender that vote you were made, the ballot you were mailed and say, I'm surrendering this because I want to vote in person and uh, do that in person. At that way, a bunch of the intervention, evil intervention can be thwarted. And then the next thing is we, we invest our prayer time that God can frustrate the plans of the enemy and God's dominion <laughs> can take Precedence over evil dominion machines. My friends, we have to take a break here. We'll come back in the next segment. We may talk a little bit more about this, but we also want to talk about the church, and we've got so much more to share with you when Mariel Bowman of Pray, California, and Kaz come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos Poway, and K29CR Encinitas, FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego, K-Praise. Time to get off your couch and back to church. Come together, San Diego, with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, hello, my friends. A new hour, but also a new year in the Bible calendar of 5782 uh, which is 2021, uh, this September. Th- that is the now. Uh, we're entering into a new biblical year, a new calendar year from a, a biblical standpoint. And we are very expectant that things are going to change. And it's not going to be us necessarily that changes them. It's going to be God and God whispering into the ears and hearts of his believers to, uh, you know, the Lord utters his voice 
before his army. And uh, that's who we are, where we are, and what we intend to do. Muriel Bowman has been with me for the first hour and is with me for the second hour as well. And we are uncovering and discovering things, not only about California, but about about things in, in the nation and in the world. And the insidious plans of the enemy are being exposed. And to our best ability, we're trying to be among those who are doing that exposure. Muriel Bowman, how you doing, yeah. sis? Yeah. Wow, that first hour just flew by. It oh, my did. goodness. It and, did. and I just want to say thank you, Rukh HaKadosh, Holy Spirit, for leading and directing our thoughts and our words, because Kaz, you and I just want to follow his leading. I mean, he's the man. He's Absolutely. The well, what is, Holy Spirit, what is Holy Spirit telling you about this segment? I know there's a number of things we want to deal with. Have we appropriately dealt with the elections in California, or are a few more footnotes that you want to share before we jump into other things? And perhaps even we'll talk about the church and we, the church's responsibility. Go ahead, Muriel. You know what? Thank you. I would like to add a P.S., to regarding the recall election, uh, two more things. When the COVID mandates first began, Newsom reminded me of Pharaoh, who wouldn't let the Israelites oh, go oh worship their God, and who oppressed and controlled the people, right? And that, I mean, that's what's happening to Christians today here in California. We are not being persecuted. And, and when people say, oh, the church is being persecuted, you know what? No, we're not. Those people in Afghanistan, you know, are being persecuted. We are being oppressed, though, we are, and trying to be controlled. And so the second thing is Newsom also reminds me, um, King Saul it was brought to mind, mm. and he was disobedient to the Lord, and look what happened to him. Oh my. So the Lord removed him, and then he anointed King David. Come on. So, calling forth California's King David, who will slay the giant <laughs> and the unrighteousness, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, and, amen. And, and we're praying also, you know, because Pray California, the name of that ministry, it is a declaration. It's like, pray California. It's not <laughs> a so, suggestion. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's a godly yeah, command. It's all the <laughs> but we're praying that no fraud, no fraud, we say no fraud, and the people will come out in droves. Christians will come out in droves. People who, who, whose eyes are open and they see the the wickedness of the decisions that are being made here in California that are affecting our children and our families, and that they will vote yes Yes, yes, on question number one, so that Gavin Newsom is fired as our governor. And I can just see Donald Trump saying, you're fired. <laughs> and we're saying to you, Gavin Newsom, you're you are fired. fired. I love it. You have walked away from the Lord and from his word. Wow. And so we are calling you, we are calling you California to don't look at the don't yeah don't look at the polls. Just go out and do your yes, duty yeah. and take action and let your voice yes. be heard in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. You know we've talked in the previous segment about the fires and some of them have been inflicted by evil devices. Uh, but yeah. th- uh, one fire that we really care so much about is the firing of Gavin Newsom. <laughs> oh, that is too much, Kaz. You are such a cornball. Anyway. <laughs> Muriel, we have a few minutes left in this segment, and let's transition a little bit because, you know, while God is God and he can do God things, he has enlisted and installed his believers, his saints, 
to stand the gap for things. And that falls on the shoulders of individual believers and his church as well. But as I look at what's going on in the church, I am saddened because so many people have taken a a, a no touch, no see, look somewhere else and disregard our any obligation to vote or make a stand. They've taken that position and that has been detrimental at least to what the body of Christ needs to do. I want to speak about that. We'll spend the three or four minutes left in this segment, and we will carry it over and speak about other things as well. Mary Bowman, what are your thoughts on that? Thank you. I believe that the church, that the church is in this huge, too much of the church is in this huge, I'm putting it in quotes, grace mode. And, and they're, you know, they're being silent when it comes. You do not. Kaslin's last time, well, maybe in your church, <laughs> but in, in most churches, you do not hear a pastor speak from the pulpit. You do not hear a, a leader speak about fornication. And there are people who don't even know what fornication means, mm. seriously. And that is so sad to my heart. And they are allowing parents who call themselves Christians, they are allowing their children to live with their boyfriend or their girlfriend without telling them what Jesus said, um, that, you know, adulterers, fornicators, uh, um, drunkards, uh, thieves, etc., will not enter the gates of heaven. And, and if people really, we have to love people enough to speak out boldly, but the church is not so much, or not speaking about homosexuality. They're not speaking about the LGBTQ agenda. And that is why it is going rampant right now in our state. Yes. And other people are, are looking to California and, the, and they're coming here by the droves because of, of what's happening. And, and, and because the church is staying silent, because as you and I know, the church, uh, God, God calls us. He says, be holy as I am holy. And that holiness, oh my goodness. And that, and God says, if you love me, if you will follow my commands. And, and I do not see that happening within so, so many denominations, within so much of the church, Kaz, and it breaks my heart because we hear, well, you're not supposed to judge. And that is another lie from the pit of hell. Oh, my goodness. There's a scripture that says, yes, we are supposed to judge the brethren. And if we see one of them in sin, we're supposed to go to them and speak with them. And there's a whole, you know, and the next step, and the next step after that. Right, but it's issued forth in love and not in uh, condemnation or getting even. It is, you know, because you mentioned Saul, I think God's heart cry for Saul was to bring him back around, and in fact, Saul's son Jonathan did that. Yeah. And so, but but God wants you, my friend. Speaking of the Old Testament Saul, but the New Testament Saul as well. The New Testament Saul was uh, one who was dedicated to thwart the plans of God's church, and he had a reconciliation, and he became the most one of the most powerful uh, evangelists and uh, apostles in in. in in biblical history. So my, my friends, yeah. do you have a, a, a word of direction, uh, directive to the uh, churches and pastors, especially those who would tend towards more of a social gospel that's saying, you know, politics is not where we need to be or making a stand. You can say a lot of things about even a candidate if you just posture it this way. You know, this is what I'm going to do. I can't tell you what to do, but I, it's okay for me at the pulpit to be able to say what I'm going to be, be, be doing. I mean, I mean, what pastor, many pastors would say, oh, no, 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 no. 
Uh, but God wants us to be bold as lions, bold as lions. Uh, concluding thoughts as we take a break here, Muriel Bowman of Pray, California. <laughs> and yes, I love that scripture, be bold as a lion. You are, Kaz, you are such a great representative of that, and you let your voice be heard, and you take action, but you are also gentle as a dove, and that's how we need to operate in love, yet in truth and justice. So, if And if we all do that together, then we will see a shift toward holiness, purity, and righteousness in California. Yes, yes. My, my, my pastor friends and I have many, be bold, take your godly stand, because if there ever was a time to make that stand, it's now. It's not time to cower back into the pews and soft soap the truth. The truth needs to be preached in boldness and in love. And if, if God has called you to do that, and if you're not, we're in vital times right now. We're in vital times, yeah, and, and God's watching. Yeah. God's watching, he's listening, and he's looking, his eyes go to and fro across the earth to see whose hearts are loyal to him, and loyalty means abiding in his word and following what he says and seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness, and and if people are afraid to speak up about adultery, they know someone's in an adulterous relationship or about fornication or about homosexuality, Mm. all we have to do is say, this is what God says, Mm. if you disagree you can argue with him, but this <laughs> is what my God says who mm. I follow, who I've devoted yes, yes, my life yes, yes. to. Yes, yeah, because yes, yes. I won't argue it. I'll just yeah. say this is what, you know, this is there, what There my you go. There, them, them are the facts. My listening friend, we're going to talk more about this and other things, and we've only just begun <laughs> when Mariel Bowman of Pray Californian and Kaz, Pray California and Kaz come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Actually, it's with Kaz Taylor and Mariel Bowman, director of the Pray California ministry throughout California. I've been observing her for quite some time. And she's a remarkable gal, as you can tell, just by uh, having your co-host with me this two hours, which goes rather quickly, doesn't it, Muriel? Yeah, it sure does. Yeah. You know, well, we're focused on things, you know, that that are so important to the Lord. And you know what? Number one, it's souls. Yes. Yeshua came that none should perish. And we want to see all of the nearly 40 million people in California in our 58 counties saved and delivered and fired up, Holy Spirit fired up, you know, baptized, not just in water, but by the Spirit. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. So there are a few topics I know that we had planned to present during this time frame, but uh, are there any other closing closing thoughts about the churches and pastors and leaders of leaders? This goes beyond the churches and pastors, but also there are other people in parachurch ministries that are leading, and we need we need to be convicted of the Lord and say we need to make God's stand because, you know, God's built you for such a time as this because you're in the thick of this right now. That means you're here on purpose, for purpose. So you want to you want to conclude that thought about the pastors and leaders uh, and our our responsibility as godly leaders? Yes, thank you. 
I, I think it's really important. Well, you know what? I want to put it into a prayer cast. Let's do that. Um, Father, Abba, Yahweh, we're asking that you would put it on pastors and leaders' heart to put together an accountability team. And, and Lord, that they would meet regularly to pray together and to share together. Lord, we know that pornography is so high, even amongst pastors and, and within the church, Lord, we know that adultery is is high within, and sexual sin is high within the church, Lord God. And we ask you to forgive us. And, and Lord, we, we need one another, Lord, and, but we need to be strengthened by you and your word. And so many pastors are feeling like the Lone Ranger out there, yes. and that no one understands them, or they can't be vulnerable enough to admit that they need help, that they're struggling with something. So, Father, we're breaking off right now. We, Cavs and I, are picking up the sword of the Lord, <laughs> yes. sword of the Spirit, right. in the, Lord, in the spirit realm. And we are cutting off that pride, Lord, amongst pastors that keeps them from asking for prayer, that keeps them in their own little, on their own little island, and that keeps them and has them continue building their kingdom instead of focusing on extending and building your kingdom, Lord. So we are doing that right now, God, and we cut off and we break that spirit of pride right now, Lord, off of them. And Father, so many of them are, are so discouraged. We are asking you, Lord God, to strengthen, strengthen your pastors and your leaders' hearts throughout California this night, even as they sleep. God, that they would begin to throw away their church program services, and they would welcome you, Holy Spirit. And Lord, if the worship is, is goes and is so anointed that they would just get into the worship, Lord God, and, and lay prone before your, before your throne, God, and they they would be an example to the congregation, to the sh- to the people that they are supposed to be shepherding, God, that they will be true shepherds, Lord God, and that they will speak up, Lord, and take action when they see a little lambkin, Lord, going down a garden path, Lord, down toward the pit of hell, Lord, into darkness, that they will speak up, Lord. And we ask that more people will rise up and begin to pray for their pastor, begin to pray for the leaders in California, God, and, and including the governmental leaders, and in all the seven mountains, Lord, especially the Christians, God, yes. we, they need prayer. And we just say, thank you, Father, for doing that. Thank you, Lord God. I thank you for Assembly Member Lori Davis, who joined our weekly Wednesday Zoom call this past Last week, someone, a chaplain at the Capitol, called me and um, and connected me with her, and I invited her to join her call, and she shared, and, and then we prayed for her. Oh, my gosh, Lord, she was so refreshed, and she even said, oh, my, I'm going to tell everyone, all the other legislators, my friends, about this, because, Lord, they need to know that we are praying for them. Lord, yes. they need to know it. And so, Father, that the church will rise up and cover the leaders and one another in prayer, that your truth shall go forth. In victory for Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know, you said a phrase there that I'm going to pick up on as we come to. We've got three or four minutes left in this segment, but I want to pick up on it because I think there was a Holy Spirit anointed that came from your very own lips. And you said, prone before the throne. And one of the things, my dear pastors, you know, you're in leadership and people oftentimes place you out of reach uh, to even talk to or talk with. But the more that we can be uh, part of God's kids 
and and, and he, people will watch our brokenness before the Lord and our transparency and vulnerability before the Lord. And you go, I don't want to look vulnerable, but the truth of the matter is that vulnerability will speak empowerment to other people because we must first come, before we can come boldly before the throne of grace, we must be prone before the throne so that God can take away the stain and give us empowerment. Any thoughts on that? Uh, we've got about two or three minutes left, and I know we wanted to talk about about homeless things and things like that. Maybe we carry that over and incorporate it in the next segment, but I'm going to hand it to you for the next minute or so. Mario Bowman. I love that, prone before the throne, and I have to tell you that um, Valerie Jackson, she is the prayer council of the United States National Director. I'm part of the leadership team also for that ministry, and she wasn't a GLOW leader. Um, I was in the GLOW leader for many years, also a president, and she was um, a president over seven counties for GLOW International. But the thing that impressed me the most about Valerie was when, during worship, she got down on her knees, and she was bowing. And she, she was the first example, because I got introduced to Holy Spirit, and I had through the ministry of a Glow International, and I had that religious spirit broken off of me. And, and, I, and what a great example that she was to me, and that was decades ago, and one of my most favorite pastors, and also United States um, Supreme Court Attorney Alan Parker, who is one of our partners, pro-life attorney, you know, a leading pro-life attorney to reverse Roe versus Wade, who represented Roe, Norman McCorvey, at our conferences, he goes prone. He goes prone before the throne. And so I just think it's such a great example. And that's when we don't care. We don't, we don't care what people think about us. And when that is broken off of us, we don't care what man, I don't care what man thinks about me, Cass, any longer. I care what God. I want to make him smile. I want to satisfy his heart. I want to make him famous. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was, I, I, God has given me the freedom to go around different churches and I, I go to encourage them in the Lord. And I visited a place with a bishop who is the bishop over, uh, the, the, uh, United Pentecostal, I believe it is, churches throughout the, uh, California and, uh, uh, and, and San Diego as well. I'm a, a pretty predominant guy, remarkable guy. But I was there, and to see him at the close of the service, he said, I, I need to do this. So he got down on his face at the pulpit, and he inter- had God, had people intercede for him. And he was flat on his face at the pulpit talking about repentance and, uh, uh, and trusting God for these things. And he spoke his mind from a political standpoint legally, and I, I, was, I was blown away that leaders of leaders are willing to do that and humble themselves before the Lord. And my friend, people are watching. You as a pastor, you humble yourself before the Lord. You think it might demean you. No, it raises you up. And so my encouragement to you, my listening friend who, are, who is in leadership, uh, bow before the Lord, be prone before the throne, and he will <laughs> lift you up. So we, we, we really have to go to a break here. I know we're going to talk about so many things. Uh, my listening friend, uh, I know you appreciate, along with me, Muriel Bowman, the director of Pray California. Give a quick website where people can find out more about Pray California as we take a break here, Muriel www.praycalifornia.org Okay, www.praycalifornia.org Mario Bowman of Pray California and Kaz. <laughs> we have so much more to share with you and we will be right back. 
You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Greg Hendricks, Rock Church, East County. God is doing a wonderful work in the city of San Diego and all over the world. He's uniting the hearts of the people, but most importantly, he's drawing us back to what our original purpose is, to love each other. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, thank you for listening, my friend. Uh, This last half hour is going to be magnificent. Uh, I'm from Southern California, and I'm declaring God's uh, preeminence in this earth and in this state. And from Northern California, my co-host for this entire two hours, Mariel Bowman, the director of Pray California, and kind of, I'm taking it from the south, and she's taking it from the north. We're blowing our shofars, and the shofar blast is meeting in between. <laughs> Maybe around somewhere around Sacramento. We don't know. <laughs> anyway, but the truth of the matter is, God's church is awakening and making her stand, our stand for godliness and Judeo-Christian values, constitutional values, and uh, we all, all we believers said, Amen. Now, Muriel, it's been such a joy to have you with me. And here's the deal: you're a co-host, you're not a guest, so I'm going to give you the task here. I got to take care of a little bit of business here, but I'm going to give you the task of be prayerful. Ask Holy Spirit. We wanted to talk a little bit about homelessness. We wanted to talk a little bit about the educational issues and things like that. Uh, you, while I take care of this little, little business, you be praying and asking Holy Spirit which direction He wants us to go in this segment. And my listening friend, I need to take care of this because we like to uh, here at uh, Homegrown Grown Praise and KPRZ, we like to identify activities that are going on and bring them to light for our listeners, and that be you, my listening friend. This uh, coming September 14th, it's a Saturday, in San Diego, actually it's an outdoors concert. It's called Need to Breathe into the Mystery Tour with Switchfoot and the New Respects. So if you like music and anointed music, need to be aware of this. It's again called the Need to Breathe uh, Outdoor Concert into the Mystery Tour with, yes, Switchfoot and the New Respects. That's happening uh, September 14th, Saturday. And uh, it's. No, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, September 14th. That's not a Saturday. Excuse me. Well, it's, it, well, it's the. the it's, it's that Saturday. I can just tell you that. If it, okay. Thank you, you very much, Muriel. No, thank you for jumping yeah, in there. Here, here's the point I want to get to. I want you to check out the the information about that. It's going to be happening at the Cal Coast Credit Union in the open air amphitheater there located in the San Diego State University. So to find out more about that and actually um, have a chance to uh, acquire a pair of tickets there or actually to uh, buy tickets there, you need to go to the KPRZ website and you'll find out all about it when you just visit the KPR website. And where is that, you might ask? Well, www.kprz.com. <laughs> Thank you, Muriel Bowman. Well, have you had a chance to meditate and premeditate on what – uh, yeah. What we want to yeah. do in the remainder of this segment, maybe six or seven minutes. Maria yeah, Bowman. You, yes. yes, I think, you know, well, let's go to the homelessness um, situation because we've been praying and praying and praying about that, Cass, for so long. Because, yeah, there's so many different situations. As Over the years, you know, we've gone out and 
and you know we speak with and and bring things to the homeless and each each and every one seems like it's a different example of how they ended up on the streets and every single person is so unique and so precious to the Lord and so we um, we know that it was kind of exciting because. $2.75 billion now has been, for homeless housing, has now been set aside um, in a great big new pot for the, for the homeless. And so and Los Angeles alone is, is going to add up to 1,000 homeless housing units. Um, with without money, and so that's kind of, you know that's kind of an exciting thing that things are happening. But we really need to pray that that money will go toward helping the homeless. And I mean, it was so ridiculous when we found out that. <laughs> I couldn't even believe it. I thought it was a joke, but it wasn't, Kaz, that they were going to be building a home of like, oh, my gosh, it was like $400,000 for a homeless family. And that that goes beyond my reasoning, you know, but but you know what? I just we go back to 50, which, as you know, 58 counties in California, and that's what the Lord wants us to focus on also here in California from verse, you know, beginning of verse 6, when he says, is this not the fast that I have chosen to loose the bonds yes. of wickedness? And that's what we are trying to do in this vote. Yes, on the recall, loose the bonds of wickedness, yes. to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry, and that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out to see the naked and not hide yourself from your own flesh. I love verse 8. Then, California, then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. Mm. You shall call, and he will say, here I am. And I just think, you know, that's just such beautiful scripture for California. Yes. It's words for California, because we do want to see the glory of the Lord fall like a hoopah, a canopy yes. of light and life over us. So, Lord, just that that money will go not into deep pockets, Lord, not into some legislator or governmental employees' um, pockets, Lord God, but it will truly go to help the homeless, and there will be accountability set up for every single dollar of this money, Lord, for those who are in need, for our homeless population, God, the families, the single moms, the single dads, the precious little children, God, and and the teenagers who are committing suicide, Lord, increasing. We We just say, Lord, let the money go to where it is supposed to go and hold those people accountable. Yes, and accountability. we as Californians need to do that ourselves too, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, thank you, thank you for bringing up the plight of the homeless. Well, when, when I think the Lord uh, defined defined uh, religion as those who take care of the uh, the, the the homeless, the, the fatherless. I mean, there, there's a there's a real value to doing this thing, and the Lord recognized that. My listening friend, I, I hope your I hope that you know your ears are stimulated by hear, hearing what you've been hearing in this two hours of Come Together San Diego. But more than your ears, we pray that God stirs you into the heart and to the heart and stirs you into activity and to be proactive and to be awake and awakened. 
So, Muriel, we've got about uh, three minutes left in this segment. Where would you like to go with that? You know what? I want to go to the children. I want to go to the families, Kaz, if that's okay. Sure. Okay. So we have been praying for decades that, Lord, shine your light into the dark places and expose the truth, expose the darkness, Lord. And you and I both know we're where there's dark, you know, where there is light, darkness cannot dwell. And, you know, and so people are so in fear these days, but I just tell them, you know what, begin worshiping the Lord because worship and worry cannot dwell together in the heart either. Worship and worry cannot dwell in the mind. So once we begin to lift up our troubles and our anxieties to the Lord, then they just they just get washed away. And as we focus on the Lord and call upon Him and lift our eyes to the hills from where our help comes, He always blesses us and His presence just surrounds us. But the thing is, is, is that the enemy, I believe, has overplayed his hand, right? I believe he has become so prideful operating through people. We all know that it is not man, it's not flesh and blood that we battle, Ephesians 6, um, but it is the enemy, it is powers of darkness and, and spiritual hosts in high places. And so that's why we come daily dressed in the full armor of God and wielding that sword with the authority he has given each one of us as his ambassadors, as co-heirs with Christ as we represent him, part of the royal priesthood. Cavs, isn't that such an honor to be part of this kingdom? And the thing is, is um, there's a video that I sent out, um, we had included in our weekly newsletter, and is such a great example um, of what's happening, of a California high school teacher, and his name is Gabriel Geip, and he's an AP government teacher. And he actually says on this video, he he um, was under it was an undercover undercover video that was filmed. He actually said, "I have 180 days to turn the students into revolutionaries." Mm. He said to scare that. F. He actually said the word, scare the F out of them. And and um, you know what? It, that that word is being thrown around in schools by teachers so greatly. I, it's just astounding to me. Even Christians are, are throwing that word around. People call themselves Christians like, wow, you know, what comes out of your mouth? What comes out of your heart comes out of your mouth. And that's, we're not supposed to be talking like that. That's vile. So... But the thing is, is, and there were three other teachers in his department alone that agreed with this high school teacher who, it, it's horrible what he says and yes. how he manipulates yes. and tries to control these high schoolers who are just, you know, who are just developing their, developing their thoughts yes. and their decisions, right, and their attitudes toward our government, and he is so anti-American. Oh my goodness. And he's, he's a, it's just ugly what he's doing um, and, and teaching. But so many, so many, even professors in our college universities are doing that also. We can tell on certain camp, yep. college campuses how they are so anti-Israel. That's right. Oh my goodness. It breaks my heart. The yes, yes, yes. Yes. And so, my, my friends, right. here's the deal. Uh, guess who supports colleges? It's your funds. 
that support the colleges. So you have some say, well, if you have a student registered and going there, you have some say, more say than you know, because if you and a number of other people start pulling funding from the school, they lose these programs. And they and so what we need to let them know is God's kids, godliness has a power in the in, in education that the, the world education system has not even realized. It's time for them to realize it. It's time for us to go into the uh, next segment after this commercial break, Muriel Bowman. And, but I have a little rhyme for you, my listening friends, on what we're going to do in the last segment. And, and Muriel goes, oh no, another Kaz rhyme. Well, here we oh, go. I love it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Here we go. We're, uh, and in the next segment, we're going to be summarizing the content of the show and asking Holy Spirit guidance on where we should go. <laughs> when Muriel <laughs> Bowman and Kaz come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And doodly doodly do, here I am back again. Kaz with his corny song lyrics and my dear sweet friend Mariel Bowman the director of Pray California. Thanks for putting up with me for this two-hour period of time. We've got one more segment. Can you hang in there and and uh, uh, help Cassie out on the closing summary of what's going on in uh, Pray California and what needs to be going on in the hearts of uh, citizens of America, but citizens of the kingdom of God as well? Muriel Bowman? Yeah, thank you, Kaz. This is just such an honor and to just be with you here and filling up the airways with both <laughs> yes. of the Lord. Um, but I would like to mention a couple things since we were talking about the children and, and students, um, the school's education, if that's okay? Sure, absolutely. We've got about six minutes. This segment has been truncated because Cass blabs so much, but about six minutes. <laughs> I love it. You're full of great information. But I have to say also, one more little side note that I really do encourage everyone to go to Amazon.com and check out Cass Taylor's One Church for One W-O-N World. Wow. It is. I have it. It's inspiring. It's wow. informative. And it's so anointed. I'm so humbled. I just want to throw that out there and just say you will be blessed, blessed, blessed. Oh, thank so, you, Meryl. Sure. Um, you know, Joe Biden and his wife, Jill, visited Brooklyn Middle School in Washington, D.C., to highlight his masking and vaccination plans for the school children. So he told the uh, he told the students this past Saturday that he would invite them to visit the White House if if everyone got vaccinated, and then he said to the parents in attendance um, he he urged them to get their children also vaccinated. Oh and, and as you know, as you may know, many universities are mandating COVID vaccinations for students and staff. And here's the craziest thing: I read this and I had to read it again. I just read this yesterday. Um, there are students standing up to the regulations who either don't believe in being forced to take the shot or for legitimate health reasons are choosing not to attend in-person classes in order to avoid it, the mandate. But Rutgers University has decided vaccines are mandatory because this is crazy for all students, regardless of their location or how they're attending the class. So the university actually 
barred a student from taking classes online because he's not been vaccinated. Oh he's not even intending in person in a physical classroom. Yeah, yeah. So the student is Logan Holler, and he says he ignored Rutgers' vaccine mandate because he was taking all of his classes remotely from his home, and it's which is about 70 miles from the campus. And he says he was shocked when he went to pay his tuition and he was locked out of his account. Oh and then after some investigating, he discovered that the lockout was because he hadn't been vaccinated, oh even though he was taking it online. And um, and he was told that it could be weeks before a decision is reached oh on his application, even though classes already began September 1st. Yet he has not been allowed to participate um, and I love what his stepdad, Keith Williams, who is vaccinated, said, I believe in science, I believe in vaccines, but I am highly confident that COVID-19 invariants do not travel through computer monitors by taking <laughs> online classes, right? So it's this enforcement of manipulating, trying to force every American to get the jab with threats of job loss and limiting the sure. public's activity, participation, and travel is going to continue unless we, the people, stand up and say no. That's and right. I realize some counties in California are being really hit hard by the virus, but my county has had less than 125 deaths in, in well over a year and a half. We have many more deaths attributed to heart attacks, cancer, and suicide. Oh, yes. And I'm hearing horrible stories. Two of my sisters got the vax, and uh, one of them absolutely did not want it. The other one was pressure from work, but she only got one, and she she did not want it. But her clients were forcing her, and she needs it. She needs the job. She needs her clients, and she got so sick. My other sister got very sick also. But we're hearing. Um, especially the younger, the younger kids, the 20-year-olds, 19-year-olds are having really strong heart issues, paralyzations, and it is just, it's wrong. It's wrong what is happening, and this force, um, you know, people, it's just crazy. And it's it another way to, end, to divide, to divide us, really. And I think this is a time for me to inject something here as well. Uh, many of my friends also have taken the jab, and I've come to this revelation, and that is, God gives us free right. He gives us freedom to make decisions. And if you have Holy Spirit in your mix and you ask him specifically about this and he gives you specific instructions, you need to be obedient, period. And so my, my posture is whatever Holy Spirit tells you, and I'm talking about not a fake Holy Spirit, which is maybe your uh, your purged conscience, but your Holy Spirit speaking to you through his actual voice, how he speaks to you. Listen to that and obey that. It's not for us to say you must do this or you must not do that. It's up to us to say you you will be well advised to listen to the directive of the Holy Spirit, particularly in these days. So we've got about two minutes left, Muriel Bowman. I think we need to at least invest a little time to tell people <laughs> how they can find out more about the things that are going on in you and your ministries. There's a, a Pray California conference coming up. There's a, a prayer Zoom calls. There's so much else to this. How can people quickly find out about this uh, in the two minutes <laughs> that Kaz left for you to speak? I don't want to take too much time on that. Everyone, if you would please go to, to praycalifornia.org and you can join our weekly Wednesday Pray California prayer and praise call in the Zoom room. And uh, you can either be with us live. We also record it, and it also goes live in Facebook. And um, Or you can call in just with the phone number and join us in prayer agreement. We have had 
people from other nations also joining us now. In fact, uh, Pastor Pastor Suba Yusuf from Pakistan, he now has <laughs> he has asked if I would help him start um, Pray Pakistan. So Ooh. he calls it Pray California and Pray Pakistan. <laughs> I love so it. He joins us, you know, and, and it's it's. Um, it's one in the morning, but he comes on our Zoom call with us, and he is legitimate man of God with his wife, Ruby, and four children, and he adopted. He got his brother who died 10 years ago. He's helping raise the five children, taking care of the widow, too, in this little house. And But he's a pastor with all these beautiful children. And, but we have other people from other nations join us. So it's just really, it's really exciting how God is extending tent pegs. Yes. And, and also our Pray California for, conference, November 6th. Everyone, please mark your calendars and join us at Crossroads Crossroads Church in Carmichael, California. And the theme is preparing the bride for Jesus' return. Oh, I love it. Preparing the bride for Jesus' return, because we're really not prepared. Some people are saying, um, you know, welcome, Holy Spirit, you know, come. The, the Spirit and the Bride say, come. And I'm saying, we're not ready, because we're not ready. The church is not ready. So that's why I just said, no, we're doing preparing the bride. And um, and, and the board all agreed. We were going to go with the other scripture. The Spirit and the Bride until say, come, until the Lord told me when I was in my quiet time, I was actually swimming on a lake. I love that. And I just heard the Lord say, no, daughter, no, daughter. Church is not ready for, for me to return. So mm. that's, that's the theme, and we're very, very excited. And so I appreciate prayers for that. I'm taking my time in, um, inviting guest speakers and things. We do have, um, you know, Jim Garlow. Yes. Right? We've got about uh, 20 seconds left, i got to tell you. Okay, and Rosemary Schindler Garlow, they are confirmed. So is Chris Leeper. He is part of so for Family, Family of God. And so that's. That's what I wanted to share. Please go to our website and check it out. Join our Zoom call. We are looking for a Pray California County leader. So you can check out your county and see if there's a leader to cover your county. If not, would you pray about it and see if the Lord lays that mantle on your shoulders? Very good. www.praycalifornia.org. Muriel Bowman, I appreciate it, director of Pray California. My listening friend, we have more stuff next week because we're going between the eyes and into the heart. On Come Together San Diego, Muriel, thank you for joining me. My listening friend, thank you for joining me. See you next time. God bless. Thanks for joining Cass Tater and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise.